0: This is the Tech Guide podcast. Knowing Apple, you just don't know what to expect. Tech Guide. They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide, episode 182. Hello and welcome to the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer news, products, products, and opinions. Thanks for listening, and thanks for downloading, and welcome to all you first-time listeners. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, the world's first ultra-high-definition Blu-ray player. We also check out the new products coming from GoPro in 2016, and HDR, high dynamic range. What is it, and why your next TV will have it? We also take a look at the projector you can carry in your pocket, the new Linksys router and our last roundup of smart gadgets we found at the Consumer Electronics Show. And we'll wrap things up with the Tech Guide help desk and it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products and Norton, the company to help keep you and your family safe online. Plenty to talk about, so let's get cracking. Well, ultra high definition, 4K, there are terms that we hear already. They are our latest TVs, uh, 4K, ultra HD, four times the resolution of high definition, full high definition. Our TVs are already equipped, but where is the content? There is some trickling through in streaming services. Netflix, for example, has some 4K content. But what about Blu-ray disc? the good news is it's coming. The Ultra HD Blu-ray player is a reality, and Samsung will release the very first model in Australia in April. It's the UBD K8500. That's the model number of the world's first 4K ultra high definition Blu-ray player, and we got a chance to take a look at it at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. Now, what does this mean? This means that you'll be able to watch directly from a disc a 4K movie. Now, at the moment, Blu-ray players plugged into a 4K TV, either the Blu-ray player or the TV upscale that picture to near 4K quality. Well, that's not necessary now with this new Ultra HD player because you're getting 4K content straight into the TV. No need to upscale. It's coming off the disc and you're going to be watching every pixel of your TV is being utilised with this new 4K content that's coming straight off the disc. The Blu-ray Disc Association has ratified this this format and we are going to see movies uh, from from 20th Century Fox, Warner Brothers. They've already agreed they're going to be releasing hundreds of titles before the end of the year, and we're expecting to see other studios fall in line as well. This is the next standard for Blu-ray disc. Now, the challenge with this was fitting the, the file. It's just a massive file on a single disc. It was already a challenge with a Blu-ray disc film, so a full high-definition movie. It took a fifty gigabyte disc, and that 's a blu ray disc to fit that that size of that content that resolution uh, on a, on a single disc now what they 've done now with ultra hd is created even more space on that disk, multiple layers, so that you can fit a file that could be up to four times the size of full HD file. Well, you think about it, 4K Ultra HD, that's four times the resolution of full high definition, so we can safely assume the file will probably be four times the size. So Ultra HD, the disc will allow you to do that. It will fit that file on there. So you're going to see movies like The Martian, The Maze Runner Scorch Trials, The Kingsman, San Andreas, Mad Max Fury Road. They are coming to 4K Ultra HD. The movies are going to be in a black case and across the top, it's going to say 4K Ultra HD to distinguish that film. Movies are likely to be released in uh, the 4K films that have released the, the actual copies of the movies will have the 4K Ultra HD disc in there, probably a Blu-ray disc in there as well, as well as a code to download the digital HD version of that as well. So you're going to be, you're going to have every HD and Ultra HD, but they're going to have both copies of the movie on a single disc. Pricing uh, of the actual Blu-ray, Ultra HD, Blu-ray player I reckon maybe expect to see early on probably four to five hundred dollars, maybe even cheaper that price will come down. I think a blu ray player now is under a hundred bucks ultra hd won't be too expensive to begin with. it will be to, to start because it's brand new technology uh, you can probably expect I think as I said about four to five hundred maximum. The movies themselves, though, that's another thing where you're going to, to be paying a little bit more, obviously, than a Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-rays now probably cost about $30, 35 bucks, depending on where you buy them. But now Ultra HD 4K movies we're expecting to be around fifty dollars, probably forty US, fifty Australian, uh, and no, no idea yet of the region coding either. Uh, we've seen region coding with DVD, we've seen it with Blu-ray. Uh, DVD, I think, region code. We are region code four US is code one uh, blu-ray we are region code b uh us i think is code a they do that to distinguish the regions obviously so that films released in different parts of the world uh they don't clash with the release dates from cinemas and and the whole thing so that each region can get its own release schedule uh without interfering with others so that you can't get a movie early if it's not released in your region uh, not sure what the, what 4K Ultra HD is going to do. I suspect it's probably going to follow the Blu-ray region coding. Will still be region B. US will be region A, and you may get the occasional uh, disc that is all region, so it's open to be played anywhere in the world. We're really excited about this. Big fan of the 4K format, and uh, looking forward to pumping these movies through our 4K projector here in the Tech Guide Cinema. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, the Samsung. 4k blu-ray player will be out in april with others to follow i think lg will have their version out um a few months after that as well so exciting times if you're a fan of 4k content and you already own a 4k tv with ultra high definition blu-ray you can read more about that at techguide.com.au this is tech guide with stephen fenwick tech guide keeping you updated and educated now, GoPro they had quite a presence at uh, at the consumer electronics show. Uh, their stand was bigger. They had a, a location more towards the centre of the central hall, so they were rubbing shoulders with the Samsungs and LGs and these major companies. Uh, their stand was much bigger as well. Um, but there was a couple. Of, they did make a couple of announcements. Uh, they announced a drone. They announced the name of the drone, the GoPro Karma is what we're going to see. But they also had other other devices on the stand that were the current model of the GoPro Hero 4 camera. There was also talk that they're going to release a 360-degree standalone camera as well. Now, these announcements are great, but the disappointment was we never saw any of them. The only thing we heard about the drone was the name. They did release a a YouTube video, a video of the drone that just showed footage and some poetic kind of description about how our world and how we can capture it and all that kind of stuff. But we didn't see the drone. Show us the drone. The announcement came late last year, and what I expected was to see the drone possibly on the GoPro stand, maybe behind glass, like a central part of the, dro- of the stand, have it behind glass, this u butte GoPro Karma drone, for all to see, you've got to remember, CES, biggest tech event in the world, more attendees than any other tech event, more retailers, more media, more manufacturers, everyone is there. And what better opportunity to show off a new product like the GoPro drone, the Karma, than at CES? Well, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. We only heard about it. We never saw it. Same thing with the new 360-degree camera that's supposedly going to be released sometime in 2016. Again, no sign of it, only just rumors and talk about it, releases about it, but nothing more. We did see, though, on the stand, plenty of the current stock. We did also see a new spherical frame that allows you to connect six GoPro Hero 4 cameras in, into this three, to, to arrange a 360-degree capture of your video, and we did see the resulting video of that using a VR headset. I have to say, very, very impressive. I think the recording was a, a surfer uh, recorded themselves on a tube riding, a tube wave, uh, a tube ride, and we were able to view that through the VR headset, the Samsung VR headset they were using, and uh, it was incredible. Terrific quality, 360-degree view, amazing. But you needed six GoPro cameras to capture it. They had no footage from the upcoming standalone 360-degree camera. And the only other thing we found out was that GoPro uh, may be releasing the Hero 5 camera at about the same time that they released the drone. One other exciting part of the uh, of the stand was the, the spacesuit. Worn by Matt Damon in the film The Martian. Now anyone who's seen The Martian will recall that there are plenty of GoPro cameras in the movie. The the director Ridley Scott, I was told by GoPro, is a big fan of GoPro cameras and wanted to include a piece of technology that was recognizable to the audience. And Go, that's the reason why GoPro was introduced. So GoPro were quite happy to supply the cameras as props. But as it turned out, Ridley Scott actually shot video with those GoPro cameras and used them in the film, used that footage in the film. So not only did they get a free ad, well, at all the cost of them were cameras, they also had footage shot with the GoPro cameras included in the film. The film's been nominated for several Oscars, including Best Actor for Matt Damon as well. The suit was on the stand, including the GoPro camera that was sitting on the shoulder. If you want to read more about GoPro and see the picture of, that, uh, of the suit from The Martian, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, there's one term we heard quite a bit about when we were at the Consumer Electronics Show, and that was HDR, which is short for High Dynamic Range. It is a feature that is going to be included in every new TV you're going to see in 2016. High Dynamic Range is a feature that was actually first seen in photography. Now, high dynamic range, what it is, is the ability to expand the difference between the brightest and darkest images a TV can display. So in other words, brighter brights, blacker blacks, and everything else in between. So the thing with TV manufacturers was the jump to 4K was one thing. That added more pixels. But what was the next trick going to be? They needed something more, and that's where HDR comes in. So not only do you get more pixels, now what those pixels display and how they display it is where HDR takes over, high dynamic range. On Tech Guide, I've included some photographs showing original and HDR images side by side, and you'll see that that wider contrast, that, that brighter bright and blacker black, you'll see all the colors in between, much richer, deeper colors, a lot more detail in the darker areas of the picture as well. Now, companies like Dolby, Technicolor, they're the companies that have developed the HDR format because it's one thing to use it in photography. That's one image. But how do you produce HDR on a moving image for television? And that's where Dolby and Technicolor came in. LG actually announced they partnered with Dolby Vision for their 2016 HDR OLED 4K TV. So you can imagine OLED is already pretty pretty, pretty hot. Imagine with HDR on top of that you're going to see some uh, incredible images, some incredible picture quality. So HDR, it is coming. Your new TV is going to have it. You could, you could be, you could be uh, assured that all the top-tier televisions, uh, and it'll eventually filter all the way through to the bottom, they'll all have HDR, high dynamic range. And if you want to see those comparison images, you can do that. It's at techguide.com.au. Tech guy. This is Tech Guide with Stephen The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. The new Netgear Nighthawk X4S is available now. The AC2600 Wi-Fi VDSL. ADSL modem router is perfect for connected Aussie homes. It uses VDSL which is compatible with the current NBN rollout, so it is future proof. Netgear's latest addition to the Nighthawk family is a high performance piece of gear. It's specifically built for streaming, for gaming and connected homes with lots of devices. The Nighthawk X4S, otherwise known as the D7800, will deliver AC Wi-Fi speeds of up to 2600 Mbps second and supports both ADSL and VDSL connections. It's the first modem router on the market to support the latest Wave 2 Wi-Fi technology with quad streaming on both bands and multi-user MIMO capability. That's multiple in, multiple out capability. This means maximizing connection speeds for faster streaming, faster gaming, and less buffering. So if your household loves streaming Netflix, loves online gaming, and has multiple devices, check out the new Nighthawk X4S Wi-Fi modem router from Netgear. Search D7800 at netgear.com.au. Now, when you think about projectors, you think about big, bulky items that have to either be mounted on a ceiling, positioned on a coffee table, and takes a bit of bit of work to get them into focus to get the picture looking right. Well imagine if you will a projector that is high definition that can fit in your pocket. That's exactly what you get with Sony's new MPCL1 mini laser projector. This device is about the size of a smartphone. It's the same sort of shape has the lens in one end, some inputs on the side, and it can project high definition up to 120-inch picture it can project and with a resolution of 1920 by 720. That's high definition now it 's a short throw projector, so it can project the image of up to one twenty inches from a distance of of nearly three point five meters, which is remarkable. A full size projector will struggle to do that, but this new this little projector can do that from a distance of about three and a half meters Now it measures nearly just about fifteen centimeters long it 's only one point three centimeters thick. Now you can connect your computer, you can connect other sources you can wirelessly connect to your phone to your laptop to your computer and project that as well it weighs only 210 grams so you can literally carry this in your pocket so whether you need to make a presentation on the run or watch a movie when you have some spare time, the Sony MPCL1 will let you do it Now onboard is Sony's laser beam scanning technology so what this allows is focus free. Projection. That's one bugbear of having a projector. You've got to focus the bloody thing. With this, no such, no such problem. Focus free projection. So no matter whether you're projecting from a distance of a meter or three and a half meters, focus is automatic. So that's one, another thing it's got over a traditional projector. Uh, it has that wireless screen mirroring function I mentioned, so you can pair to your phone, your computer, and you can wirelessly mirror whatever is on those devices using the projector. On the side, there's a HDMI port, so uh, you can connect your source. There's also a USB port, so what you can do, you can actually use this as a rechargeable battery as well. So it's got a rechargeable battery on board, of course, runs for about two hours on a full charge, but you can take advantage of that power on board and use it to charge up your devices, whether it's uh, charging up your phone or your tablet. Uh, you can do that with the MPC-L1. Comes with a mini HDMI adapter and a micro USB cable. That's how you charge the onboard battery. And there's also a detachable stand, so you can actually aim it up at the wall, uh, so to to get your image just where you want it. The Sony MPC-L1. It's going to be available later this month. It's going to be priced at $699. And if you want to check it out, you can see it at Tech Guide com. au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennig. Tech Guide. Well, our demands for fast Wi-Fi in our homes has never been greater. That I think more than ever, a lot of people are now paying attention to their Wi-Fi networks. Before we had Wi-Fi, and it was okay. We can we can connect to the internet. Uh, we can we can browse, we can do these things, but now with the with the introduction of mul- of the streaming subscription video on demand services, it's put more strain on our networks than ever before. So we're now paying attention to the speed of our networks, to the range of our networks, and the quality of our networks. Well, Linksys has answered that call with the new EA 9500 Maxstream Tri Band Router. Now, this has a combined Wi-Fi speed of 5,400 megabits per second. That's 5.4 gigabits per second across three bands. So it's got two 5 gigahertz band and one 2.4 gigahertz band. So faster, smoother, for a bit wider range as well. Powered by a dual-core 1.4 gigahertz processor. Uh, it's much larger than the previous Linksys routers too. It looks like it means business. This thing. It's uh, it's got eight antennas. It's got eight Ethernet ports on the back as well. It's got a USB three port and a USB two port, so you can connect things like printers, external hard drives that then make them accessible on your network. Uh, to demonstrate the power of this router, it was very impressive on the Linksys stand, which is owned by Belkin, by the way. Linksys is owned by Belkin, so they were on. They had a combined stand. At CES, they had the E9500 plugged in, well not plugged in, streaming. Four K videos simultaneously to twenty. Televisions. I saw it with my own eyes on the stand. That is the power of this device and how easily it can handle 4K video streaming, which is what we want. It's what people are doing. At the very least, full HD streaming. But imagine 4K streaming, that's here. People are going to use it even more in 2016 and this is the router that can handle it. One thing that Linksys is concentrating on here too is making it very easy to set up. Plain English approach, very easy setup. up, and lots of support. They're going to have three-year warranty, three years of support. There's also a new smart Wi-Fi app that lets you take control of your network to see top-down a view of the network, who's using what, how much data is being used. But smart Wi-Fi also lets you know if your router loses connection to the internet. So you can, on your smartphone, you'll get a notification to say your router has lost connection, here's what you do, step-by-step taking you through the process, maybe reboot it, if it still doesn't work, it then can connect you to customer support so you can try and resolve the problem. So they're really taking that that approach where uh, this is easy to set up. In the unlikely event that something goes wrong, it is very easy to sort out as well. So that gives people peace of mind. Now, this isn't going to be a cheap router, and it is just a router, I should tell you. There's no modem here. This is just a router. It's going to be priced at $549 when it is released in April, and I'll tell you what, customers are more than willing to fork out that kind of bread knowing they're going to have a better network, a faster network, wider range to the network, and peace of mind. So the Linksys EA9500, we're expecting it in April, priced at 549 bucks. If you want to check out what this beast looks like, you can do that at techguide.com.au. Now, we have one last little roundup of smart gadgets. We've, uh, we saw so many products at the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, we, couldn't, uh, we couldn't leave any out. We thought we, we had our, our, our well, I think we've written about 15 or 20 of them. This was our last five that we gathered together, the smart gadgets that we found at CES. I'll run through them really quickly. They're really interesting products. The first is Haydo. Now, this is the world's most intelligent cup. It looks like a travel mug. It's got a little display on the front. It can detect the quality of your water, can tell you the temperature of whatever's inside, can even detect if there's harmful chemicals in the liquid. So it can tell you the purity of whatever you're drinking. It can also tell the strength of your coffee, if you are after a certain strength of brew. It can also track how much water you've drunk and even remind you when you need to drink some more. Hey, do the world's most intelligent cup. Moving on to bed phones. Now, how many of you like to go to bed listening to some music, but you've got your bulky headphones or earphones, which aren't really designed for the task? Well, bed phones are. These are tiny on-ear headphones that are about... Half a centimetre thick, about six millimetres thick, so they're comfortable to wear. They've got a wire. They've got a wire construction so that they actually can be they can be moulded to your ears for a custom fit. And they are also connected to the BedPhones app. So if you stream your music through that app, you can actually the app will detect when you fall asleep and automatically turn off your music. So no more all night draining all the mu the battery on your phone because the music's been playing all night. Moving on to Pearl. Now, this looks like a compact mirror. You ladies listening, it's a circular compact. I'm sure you probably got one. Open it up. There's a mirror on board. You can check your makeup. Well, how about the compact that's got an internal battery? As well. So, you're going to carry a compact with you anyway. You might as well carry one with a battery. It's got a 3000 milliamp hour battery uh, and you can connect your smartphones. It's got enough power to even charge a tablet or e reader on the move as well. There's also a light. So, when you are using it to put on your makeup, there is a circular LED so you can see exactly what you're doing. Uh, That's Pearl. Moving on to the smart wheel. Now, this is a device that's designed to reduce driver distraction. Now, this this straps to any steering wheel. Can detect the position of your hands on the wheel. So, in the event where you take off your hand off the wheel to reach for something in your car, like your phone, it will give you a bit of an alert and a bit of a beep and tell you, "Oi, put your hands back on the wheel." Avoid, stop that distracting behaviour. So in real time, it can uh, keep your mind on the job, keep you focused on the road. It also connects to your smartphone using an app as well, so you can look at trip data and some insights into your behaviour. How many times you lifted your your hands off the wheel? If you've got a, maybe a teenage driver in in the family, this may be a way for so you can they can demonstrate that they have not been distracted, they've been driving properly. Uh, and our last product is the Orpheo. Now, this is a pair of smart headphones, uh, which the problem with a lot of headphones is if you're in a noisy environment, it's sometimes very hard to hear, even wearing headphones, and also hard to make yourself heard. So say you're in the middle of a phone conversation, that's also difficult because the microphones on the outside of the headphones. Well, this changes that. Orfeo places the microphone on the inside of the headphones, so it's inside your ear, So, what it does, it catches your voice as it travels from the Eustachian tube inside your head. So, as you're making, as you're speaking, Uh, You know how you can hear yourself within your head? That's going up the the Eustachian tube. Well, your voice is going up that tube. Microphone's in your ear already, and your voice is clearer than ever. So whoever you're speaking to, even in the most noisy environment, they can hear you clearly. The outside also has physical blocking, so some active noise cancellation too, so that all both sides, you're you're hearing it crystal clear. That is Orfeo. And if you want to read all about those five smart products, We've rounded them up for you at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennig. Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is also sponsored by Norton, the company that helps keep you and your family safe online. And you think about it, today we live in a world where cyber criminals are working overtime trying to find new ways to steal your personal information. The team at Norton is dedicated to keeping people safe online no matter how they connect. So whether you're paying bills on your phone, shopping on your tablet, or banking on your laptop, Norton's latest internet security solution, Norton Security Premium, is working behind the scenes to keep your information your identity and your devices protected it also comes with secure pc cloud backup so you can back up and save your personal files photos and videos and other memories that live on your device for more information about norton security premium and how to protect your online life check out au.norton.com Now answering all your tech questions the tech guide help desk our tech guide helped us. Now we've had this question a fair few times and I don't know what's going on with Samsung Galaxy owners and their photos, but we've received a few uh, emails where people have accidentally deleted photos or their photos are no longer there. We had one, uh, f- one email from our listener, our reader, Kerry, who says, oh, I need, on, is there a way to retrieve photos once you've deleted them from your phone? I have a Samsung Galaxy S4, and whilst taking a photo, I accidentally pressed delete, which deleted a whole folder. Oh, dear. Well, Kerry, there are ways to do it. Now, some will argue it is possible. Some will argue it's not possible. There are apps you can download that can retrieve them allegedly retrieve them. I haven't tried them myself. There are also applications you can download to your computer so that when you connect your phone to your computer, it will be recognized as an external drive and you can go to work trying to retrieve those photographs. You can do it with a memory card. If you wipe a memory card, there is software that lets you retrieve those deleted photos. So this kind of uses the same principle when it's connected to the computer. You can try to retrieve those photos the same way. But you know what? One way to avoid this issue, even if you do accidentally delete your photos, is back them up. Either back them up to your computer or back them up to the cloud. If you're an Android user, there are ways for you to store your images in the cloud. I think we just read our our, our live read from Norton. There is also in the Norton application ways you can securely back up your files from your PCs and your devices as well. So... Rather than worrying if you can retrieve them, worry about backing them up so you don't have to worry about retrieving them. If you do accidentally delete a whole folder, they're in the cloud, they're safe, you can get them back whenever you want. But if you are in the situation where you have accidentally deleted some pictures, you can get it back. So take heart, it is possible, but back them up first of all. So that way you can avoid this problem in the first place. You're listening to Tech Guide. And that is our show for this week. You can read about everything we've talked about at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch with us, email us. The email address is info at techguide.com.au. A special thanks to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family and your devices safe online. Thanks for listening. Been great having you with us once again. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.